0: Welcome to the Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Linton podcast, coming to you from the Goat Locker Studio in Sevierville, Tennessee. Be sure and check us out and like us on Facebook and Instagram and follow us on Telegram as well as on the website of LibertyLeadershipAndLies.com. You can subscribe to notifications on the website to follow the blog there. If you would like to contact the show, just send an email to Larry at LibertyLeadershipAndLies.com. Again, that is Larry at LibertyLeadershipAndLies.com. Now, on to the episode.
1: Lies. Well, some doozies are being spread, as well as being bought into since the last time we talked about them. We have a bunch to choose from. We could probably talk about the viral photograph of the U.S. Border Patrol agents on their horses chasing illegal aliens on our southern border, which even the photographer himself has said is being used to spread misinformation. In other words, spreading lies. Then there is the federal judge that just turned the American with Disabilities Act on its head by legislating from the bench here in Knoxville. That decision, if left unchallenged, has the potential to completely erode any public or private liberty that exists in our republic. But on this topic of lies this week, I'm going to be pointing out some headlines from the so-called free press for the past couple of years that are really applicable to what is happening across our nation right now. Not only the last couple of years, but here recently, one of my brothers sent them to me. He is the absolute go-to guy if you want to enter the meme wars. His talent in that arena is often unsurpassed. I do have to give him credit, though, for his intelligence, He is absolutely one of the smartest people I've ever encountered, and that isn't just from a sibling's point of view. He's brilliant, and I often gain a bunch of insight from him. I have to say, though, that he is not directly involved in the podcast, website, or even my campaign. However, he's always been a huge supporter, and I can't thank him enough for that. There isn't a day that goes by that we don't exchange some sort of text on current issues, and like I said, he is a political meme warrior extraordinaire, too. But the first headline we'll discuss comes from the old gray lady, the New York Times. From their opinion section on February 18th of this year. The opinion piece is titled, quote, Don't Go Down the Rabbit Hole, unquote. Or it explains the title with this sentence. Critical thinking, as we're taught to do it, isn't helping the fight against misinformation. Of course, based upon the political leanings of that misinformation repository, This opinion piece wants to discredit critical thinking and investigation of anything that runs counter to the narrative the politicians and their media enablers want us to absorb without question. They try to discredit people that share information from credible sources by attributing the information to the person sharing it, not to the original source. For instance, if a person that's not a medical doctor shares information about an alternative treatment for this virus that is our political class's current form of fear pornography, they work to discredit the information by the qualification of the person sharing the information, not the actual source of the information being shared. And here's a quote from the piece that actually states it. The quote says, Is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. the best unbiased source of information about a vaccine? I'd argue no, and that's good enough to know that we should probably just move on. What they are trying to convey is this. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., is not a doctor, so don't believe the information he is sharing that comes from credible doctors or credible studies. You have to believe us, not the sources he is quoting. Our sources are better. It doesn't matter that the New York Times' a source, the esteemed Dr. Fraudchi, has stated openly that he doesn't have a firm answer on natural immunity versus the vaccine. Of course, that's only for this particular virus, Almost every virus that humans have been exposed to in the past and have recovered from has resulted in them developing long-lasting, enduring natural immunity. But since no you know COVID helped them to steal an election, it will be the go-to fear pornography used on an electorate that is encouraged to not use critical thinking when confronted with differing information sources. That particular opinion piece in The Old Grey Lady uses an instance of Senator Kennedy sharing medical information and attempts to discredit the information because the senator is not a medical professional. But, how's this grab you? Does the fact that Senator Rand Paul Kentucky, a medical doctor, sharing medical information, get different treatment in their reporting and opinion pieces than Senator Kennedy? Absolutely not. Because Senator Paul is not adhering to their opinion or their talking points. In fact, in a radio interview given this past May, Senator Paul stated something that should key everybody's critical thinking skills when he stated this. Quote, Until they show me evidence that people who have already had the infection are dying in large numbers or being hospitalized or getting very sick, I just made my own personal decision that I'm not getting vaccinated because I've already had the disease and I have natural immunity. Unquote. Did you catch the part where critical thinking is necessary here? Here it is. Until they show me evidence. They are not showing any evidence that people who have had the virus and recovered are contracting the virus again and getting very sick or hospitalized. Zero. So why are they, and they of course being the new aristocracy and their media enablers, not taking natural immunity into consideration? Always ask the why, ladies and gentlemen. Why this extreme push for mandatory vaccinations, even for people that have natural immunity? Why this push to force people to mask their children, despite the science of the mental effects on children, the ineffectiveness of masks on children specifically, and the bacterial exposures generated by continuous mask wearing? Why, why, why? Of course, money is involved. Remember Health and Human Services Secretary Becerra's statement this past July when he said, quote, it is absolutely the government's business, unquote, to know ours, yours and mine, vaccine status because, quote, the federal government has spent trillions of dollars, unquote. Well, just whose money did the federal government spend? Why, that would be our money, our sweat equity our liberty and lying to us in the process what is one of the biggest lies about vaccines in general right now well that would be the center for disease control actually changing or what liberals like to use the phrase evolving the definition of a vaccine prior to 2015 a vaccination was defined as an injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent the disease. Keyword tricky phrase there, prevent. Between 2015 and 2021, a vaccination was defined as the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. The keyword tricky phrase there again is produce immunity. Now, what do you think a vaccination is defined as? defined by a department of the federal government that went from encouraging everybody to get a vaccination to actually threatening and forcing people to receive it by the way. The CDC now defines, as of this month, a vaccination as the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. In six years, we went from produce immunity to produce protection. Why? Well, critical thinking and investigation of a multitude of different information sources will lead you to the why. The why behind the change of the definition is because this current vaccination does not produce immunity. But you know what does produce immunity? Contracting the virus and recovering from it. Before we move on, I would like to pause for a word from one of the supporters of this podcast.
0: Are you looking for a vacation that offers excitement and peaceful tranquility? You can get both right here in East Tennessee. Sevierville. So which is the home of Dolly Parton and the world famous Dollywood, in addition to the many family friendly attractions in Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, provide the fun and excitement to the tranquil backdrop of the beauty of the rivers, streams, waterfalls, hiking trails, and mountaintop views in the great Smoky Mountain National Park. Sean Kelly and his family would love to encourage you to consider vacationing here at the Gateway to the Smoky Mountains. While there are several lodging companies you could choose from, Sean and his family have over 75 years of experience in the hospitality sector. If you are looking for a company with hometown values, where quality accommodations and cleanliness are paramount to your overall guest experience, look no further than Smoky Mountain Cabins of Tennessee. Book with confidence and be sure to tell the Kellys that you are their special guest to receive a 10% discount on reservations. Please be aware though that some restrictions do apply, so call now toll free at 866-289-8818. You can also look at their cabins online at www.smcabinstn.com. So call now and book your vacation here in the Smoky Mountains with Sean and the Smoky Mountain Cabins of Tennessee staff. They are experts in creating mountain memories one stay at a time. Once again, the number is 866-289-8818 and the website is www.smcabinstn.com. As I let the audience
1: know last week about the podcast's newest supporter, please let them know that you heard about them on here when you book your vacation here at the Gateway to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. In addition to the quality of service and experience the Kellys will provide during your stay, they're great people as well. I also want to give a plug for the podcast milestone giveaway. To mark this milestone, Kaylee and I decided we'll be giving out a podcast t-shirt celebrating this milestone of downloads. If you would like to be entered for the random drawing, sign up to follow the blog on the website of LibertyLeadershipAndLies.com. Then send an email to Larry at com with your shirt size and shipping address. In the subject line of the email, put the word milestone. We will conduct the random drawing on Facebook Live once we hit the milestone. I will not share your full name or address on the podcast or on the blog, but we will need that to ship the shirt out to you. We've got a few entries from people that listen to the Weekend Update, so be sure and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on, as well as follow the Facebook and Twitter pages for the podcast. Also, don't forget to sign up to follow the blog on the website. I share information there daily about how our liberty is being eroded by the government, that we elect, and ways in which we can restore it. Also about leadership topics, in addition to the lies our government and their media enablers sell us every day. Also, on the webpage, there's a tab for my campaign and what is going on with it. But let's get back to lies. What are some of the best ways to sell a large population? Lies. Of course, the biggest method used, or the most effective method used by government, is through fear. We have heard a lot about the deep state for the past few years, but I do not believe that many people truly understand what it is and what it isn't. The deep state, to me, is the hordes, yes, hordes, of unelected government employees at all levels. They are the true recipients of our sweat equity and the ones that determine how much and where it is spent. Most of the spending results in their consolidation of power and control. Of course, they pick and choose who get to be their faces to the public through their support of the right politician, you know, the new aristocracy, through elections. A marketing guru by the name of Edward Bernay captured it pretty good in his book, Propaganda. That book was first written in 1928, but let me read a passage from it, and you tell me if you do not see exactly this happening today. Here it is from the book. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government which is the true ruling power of our country. We are governed, our minds are molded, our tastes formed, our ideas suggested, largely by people we have never heard of. This is a logical result of the way in which our democratic society is organized. Whatever attitude one chooses to take towards this condition, it remains a fact that in almost every act of our daily lives, whether in the sphere of politics or business, in our social conduct or our ethical thinking, we are dominated by the relatively small number of persons who understand the mental processes and social patterns of the masses. It is they who pull the wires which control the public mind who harness old social forces and can drive new ways to bind and guide the world. What Mr. Bernay describes right there is the true deep state. They are the career employees of the largest employer in the United States of America, the federal government. Which, of course, brings us back to that New York Times opinion piece and the CDC's changing of the definition of vaccination. Why would one of the major print and online news media outlets want the population to get away from critical thinking? Why would they want to discourage us from investigating many different sources of information in this digital age, but guide us only to their preferred sources? Why would a government agency drastically change the definition of a vaccination, especially while promoting it heavily during a global pandemic? It's that darned why question again. Why is the base question for all critical thinking, but government and their media enablers no longer want us to ask the why anymore. It is because, like in the quote I just read, they, the usurpers of our liberty, want to govern us, mold our minds, form our tastes, suggest ideas that fit their narrative. All done by faceless, nameless, bureaucrat career employees That can only survive by living off of our sweat equity. Lies and manipulation by the very government that is only allowed to govern by our consent in the original design. Our apathy has given them the consent needed to only see us as income sources. Like in the Matrix movie trilogies, except we're not batteries to power the machines, we are money to fuel the machines. What is happening all over our republic right now is exactly what the old Soviet defector Besmanov talked about when he discussed KGB experiments on how to brainwash a nation. Marxist ideology is destabilizing the economy via things like the Green New Deal or COVID relief legislation or infrastructure packages. Our economy, through the pandemic and out-of-control government spending, is pushing our republic into crisis after crisis so that an already big brother in Washington, D.C. can get bigger and cement their tyranny into place. For far too long, people have allowed this to happen because they were content in just being left alone, even though the government they either voted for or did not work actively against has been working non-stop to shred our constitution and erode our God given rights. Let's pause for a word from another supporter of this podcast.
0: Mrs. A.J. Depriest is the director of Proposal Logic. Proposal Logic is a woman-owned, minority-owned small business located just outside Nashville, Tennessee serving federal contractors with proposal management and technical writing expertise. Since 2011, AJ has served more than 150 federal contractors on proposals for more than 200 federal agencies. While average win rates for federal proposal developers rest around 35%, AJ finished 2020 with an astounding 100% win rate for her clients. So stop losing conventionally and start winning unconventionally. If you are a federal contractor and you are ready to win government contracts, contact AJ at 615-474-2123. Again, that is 615-474-2123. Or you can email her at AJ at Proposalogic.com. Again, that is AJ at Proposalogic.com. P-R-O-P-O-S-A-L-O-G-I-C dot com.
1: More on lies. I guess we don't really need to talk about that Border Patrol photo, do we? I mean, it has to be a really bad lie by this administration when even CNN, you know, the Criminal News Network or Communist News Network, they're calling them out for it, right? Imagine that, though. Jake Tapper from CNN, a huge media enabler of leftist policies and politicians, pressed Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, about the Ice Cream Connoisseurs Administration spreading, in his words, patently false rumors about Border Patrol agents whipping illegal immigrants. By the way, that is the term for people entering this country illegally. Do not let anybody try to change the definition or terms. If you allow that, you have already lost the high ground, which is what liberals and usurpers love to do. They take the high ground by changing the language. Illegal immigrants were in the photo. Not migrants, not asylum seekers, not refugees. Illegal immigrants who dilute our birthright citizenship and drain our sweat equity. But they do it at the behest of the government we elect. By the way, I don't think I've told you this lately, but our government hates us. Of course they do. And if you have any evidence to the contrary, please let me know. Email me. Let's talk about it. But this has to be the premise of the conversation, though. Our form of government is an institution created by man to protect our God-given rights, not to take care of us. Remember that. That is why our Constitution was written, to limit government and protect individual rights, not to care for us, not to raise us, We the people, though, allow government to assume that role when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was passed into law. Even that very name should make Americans cringe. Affordable? Really? It definitely is not affordable. Care? Where, in Article I, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution, is the government allowed to pass any legislation to care for the population? If you say the General Welfare Clause of Article I, Section 8, congratulations. You have been indoctrinated by government schools. Read the Federalist Papers on what exactly general welfare meant at the time of the ratification of the Constitution. Contemporary writings, meaning those writings about the Constitution during the period in which it was written, explaining the clauses and what they actually mean, have been lost to us through apathy and government control of the education process. But let's get back to media lies, though with regard to critical thinking. This headline that I'm about to talk about doesn't come to us from a major media outlet, but it is still indicative of the way most media outlets in our republic think and believe. It's from the Hoptown Chronicle, a newspaper out of Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Interesting articles all over their website, let me tell you. I had to take a shower after I read it. A vast majority of those articles support the erosion of our liberties where they spread fear pornography in order to get the masses to submit to government authority. Anyway, from their quote-unquote view section, which I guess is their opinion section, and it was written by some guy named Al Cross, the headline reads, quote, Questioning authority has become too much of a good thing, and it's killing people. Ooh, killing people. Huge amount of fear of pornography there, Right. Questioning authority, meaning the government and their push for a vaccine that does not prevent contracting a virus, is killing people. He leads off the article with a Benjamin Franklin quote. It is the first responsibility of every citizen to question authority. Well, the gist of his view article, or his opinion piece, is that questioning authority back in our republic's early history, even all the way up through the Nixon years, was a good thing. Now, questioning authority means one is undermining public trust in authorities that are essential to the proper functioning of democracy and civil society. So when it was good for leftists, democrats, liberals, communists, questioning authority is a good thing. But when it is those same people pushing a narrative of fear and control on what is supposed to be a free people, well, it's killing people. He even goes on to say that if a Republican or a Donald Trump supporter or any critical thinker, for that matter, tells people to, quote-unquote, do your own research, he, Mr. Al Cross himself, ascribes an ulterior motive to that. He even mentions or slides in the Russia bull excrement that the left has peddled for four-plus years in government and media circles. Oh, no. Do not question that absolutely debunked, and debunked early, load of fertilizer just question anything not coming from the government right now or it will kill you so i'm going to share a screenshot of the cdc's website from this past monday it contains a little bit of covid data on it there's an interesting data point that is missing that i would like to see if you all notice go to the website and read the blog post titled missing data and tell me what you see that is missing. More importantly, tell me why you think it is missing. Will the missing information lead you to question authority or use your critical thinking skills that according to Mr. Cross of the Hoptown Chronicle says, will kill you? Let's pause for a word from another supporter of this podcast.
0: For all my listeners that live in the Hampton Roads area, of Virginia, I want to give a huge shout out to one of my all-time favorite car mechanics and longtime good friend, Glenn Moser. He is a supporter of this podcast and the owner-operator of Professional Auto located at 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha in Virginia Beach. Phone number is 757-962-0102. Not only is Glenn an extremely talented mechanic, but he is also a great American and a staunch supporter of our constitutional rights. My family and I relied on Glenn and Professional Auto for all of our vehicle needs when we lived in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. Quality work at a fair price and service with a smile are what you will receive when you take your vehicle to Professional Auto. I encourage all my listeners there in the Hampton Roads area to look them up if your car needs work. Again, that is Professional Auto. 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And the phone number is 757-962-0102.
1: Okay, back on Lies, and let's talk about another article, but from a little bit more than a year ago. It was actually in Forbes magazine. Here's how Forbes describes itself online. It says, Forbes is a global media company focusing on business, investing, technology, entrepreneurship, leadership, and lifestyle. From what I just read, did you hear anything about immunology? Did you hear anything about infectious diseases? Did you hear anything about microbiology? I did not read anything in their own description about themselves having anything to do with the medical field. But in July of last year, their Starts With a Bang opinion contributor group wrote an article and they titled it, quote, You must not do your own research when it comes to science. Well, that sounds kind of pompous to me. Kind of dictatorial, too. What about you? A media company whose primary focus is in the business world is now telling people to not do your own research. Of course, this opinion piece has the same theme as the previous articles we discussed today. Doing your own research now is bad and might kill you, but previously it was okay. It discusses vaccines, but using old definitions, pre-COVID CDC definitions too. They go on and they dispute some facts and some outright lies and slide in a little bit of their opinion into those facts, especially on research in the debate about climate change. Never mind that ever evolving stance that global climate change is taking. Remember, it went from global warming to the ice ages coming and global cooling, back to global warming, and now it's just climate change. Well, one thing is correct it's the name climate change. Climate is involved, and it's definitely changing. I'll give them that. Climate has been changing throughout the history of the planet. Even before we had all these cars or other fossil fuel burning pieces of equipment necessary to improve the quality of life of human beings. Anyway, the opinion piece lists some bullet points as their facts, or as they describe the points as being overwhelmingly understood. The first one is the Earth is warming. Yep, but that could be due to the fusion reactor that's roughly 93 million miles away and 109 times the diameter of the Earth. It has caused major changes in the Earth's climate throughout our existence. But, again, we can agree the Earth is warming. I'll concede that point along with nearly every other human being. You know what I did there, though? I did my own research. Heaven forbid, did I kill anybody? The next bullet point is local climate patterns are changing. I guess we can partially concede this point, but how exactly is that studied? Is it based upon some core samples? You know, humans have only developed accurate tools to measure the climate recently in human history. So I don't know what they're basing that bullet point on. But like I said, I could partially concede this point. But the causal factors are still up for debate, which is not welcome in this new era of government control of information. Remember, you might be killing somebody. I mean, really, what ended the Earth's past ice ages based upon the core samples that have been studied? It can't be the automobile or other fossil fuel burning equipment developed by man. Because they didn't have them. And according to the scientists, the last ice age ended 10,000 years ago. Again, what caused it to end? Don't question authority, though, because it might kill you. The piece's next bullet point on climate change is this. It is overwhelmingly understood that climate change is being caused by changes in the concentration of gases in our atmosphere. Again, I go back to what caused the changes in the concentration of gases in our atmosphere in our planet's past, before humans were around, right? But then, right after that bullet point, here's the way they slide their opinion in on what is overwhelmingly understood. It states, climate change is driven by human-caused emission of greenhouse gases from fossil fuels. It isn't the beginning bullet point, nor the last in their opinion piece. By design. Slide it right in the middle, because then... The average Joe will say, well, that's accepted science and overwhelmingly approved. You have to ask the why. Why is a business media site tying climate change and vaccines together? First, it's to begin the labeling process, I believe. Remember, those that do not toe the party line on climate change are called climate science deniers. Oh, science deniers. Terrible. Terrible. They're going to kill you. Those that are against this particular vaccine, not all of them, are lumped together with all people that do not trust vaccines. And we're called anti-vaxxers. It is more media-driven messaging that is meant to divide people. The more we are divided and instructed to believe each other are enemies, because we think differently, that's what happens. That's what they want. You can't be thinking critically, because apparently, in the era of COVID, it will kill you. So in other words, if you do not participate in these groupthink areas, you are the enemy, and your actions and beliefs are killing people. Creating enemies throughout the population so we cannot focus on the true enemy, the usurpers of our liberty, that is the government that hates us. Before we close the show, I would like to leave you with this from God's Word. Always remember, God's Word never returns void. It comes from the book of Psalms 12.2. Everyone lies to their neighbor. They flatter with their lips, but harbor deception in their hearts. The government we elect and the media enablers are our neighbors. After all, the people we send to our state and national capitals are required to live in the districts they represent. That makes them our neighbors. And with the advent of technology, the media companies are in our living rooms on television and on newspapers. They're on our computers, our tablets, our smartphones. We're never far from each other, making them like our neighbors as well. This means that nearly every one of our neighbors are lying to us. Frequently. And with increasing intensity. Why? Why? They want power, they want control, and they want it over you and I. They gain that through controlling what information we have access to. That is the deception in their hearts. If one of our founding fathers that had a direct hand in creating our constitutional republic informs us that it is the first responsibility of every citizen to question authority, we better take him at his word. After all, remember Benjamin Franklin also said when he was asked what kind of government had the Founding Fathers created, he responded with, a republic, if you can keep it. Questioning authority is how we keep it, which is why the usurpers and their media lackeys are driving the point ferociously to stop questioning authority, or it will kill you. Until next week stand in the arena with me, Reveille. It's time to wake up.